2: Hey there, Sunranto listeners. It's Danny Rocket. I just got a quick message for you. As you may have noticed, we haven't really been putting too much out on this feed besides some of the John Baker Day interviews. And we haven't really done a regular Sunranto show in a while. It's because we've been going live, uh, doing a live broadcast, and that's kind of turned into doing a pre- and post-game. And um, it's been kind of fun. So, you know, after seven years of doing this podcast, it was probably time to do something a little bit different. Uh, than just sit around. Now, I'm not saying I'm done with the podcast, but it's something that we're going to basically do right now for the most part is go pre- and post-game and try to have as much fun as possible. sure that's going to turn into a whole big, fat, kind of show-looking weirdo thing eventually anyway. Anyway, uh, I just want to thank you for being uh, a Sunranto listener, but you should become a subscriber, and then you will get these post-game shows early and ad-free. Which is way better than late and with ads. This show's going to have ads in it that you're going to have to fast forward or listen to. Uh, so why don't you become a subscriber? It is a dollar a month. You get your own RSS feed. Patreon.com Sunranto. It helps us pay the bills, which have actually gone up recently because of us using StreamYard and stuff. Uh, we will continue to try to make this an audio experience as well. Uh, hopefully not too much of what we're telling you is only visual, but I know some of it will be. Uh, so uh, anyway, you can tune in nightly and watch us, um, and you can get these post games in your inbox if you subscribe. So patreon.com slash sunranto. Uh, there's perks at all the different levels, including getting uh, all the high quality versions of all the sunranto, my songs, that I put out there throughout the year. Um, so just check it out. hey everybody how's it going
1: hey, I'm it's told, great. Uh,
3: can it go better than last night maybe i don't know <laughs> well i mean it can't
2: go much worse <laughs> i mean to be honest i mean you could lose i guess 23
3: to 1 <laughs> instead of yeah. 10 to 1 although it would be worse but i will say today i'm drinking a club 400 beer if you remember from the show yesterday i was drinking coors light and and and
2: unacceptable that's disgusting
3: our 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 the brain the people that are commenting gave me a lot of shit so i feel if i drink a better beer the results will be better
2: that's what it's i get oh. too and unfortunately the results aren't very good for this man right here
4: oh that's you're there. sucking on the chris bryant t over there look at that
2: guy look at that guy that's back before he was
4: like injured yeah <laughs> so He'll have- He'll have plenty of time to uh, rest that finger, I guess.
3: Boys, I think you remember we talked about this a lot, about how excited we were that the Cubs were kind of redoing their whole uh, medical staff, blah, blah, blah. What do they say? Uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Meet same, the new
2: Ross, same as the old
3: Ross. Oh, but that's the shit that we got going on here is that here we go again, is that now they're going to announce that Chris Bryant's going on the 10-day injured left for Red Wednesday, active player for 27, but like it's like, I, what was the wait for? What was the point? It was clear that this guy wasn't okay.
4: Well, it, obviously, they didn't make a corresponding move, right?
3: They weren't even
2: ready
4: yet. No, nobody's coming up, so that's why you don't use the IL. Because if you've, you use the IL because you need to put them on the list so that you can bring somebody in to take that roster spot. But if you don't change the roster spot, if you don't bring anybody up, then who fucking cares if he's on that? Well, and not to mention the fact,
2: who the hell are they going to bring up? Here's the ros- here's the 60-man roster. I'm putting it up right now on everybody's screen so they can see it. First of all, you need a right-hander because the Cubs are really short right-handed because you got Souza still injured. But look at this freaking group. I mean, there's some good players in there, but... Uh, Christopher, what's it say? Moral? I never even heard of that guy. Yeah, and five of these guys are already
4: on the IL, and one of these guys <laughs> yeah. is dead. Ian Miller's <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ian Miller died. He died. We well, went and, to his funeral. It was terrible.
2: Oh, oh, by died you mean he passed with his left uh, uh, on the left side, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but like Zagunas, bring up somebody like that. Bre- Brennan Davis, give him a shot. Like you uh, know, you know what? Bring not? up.
4: Bring up Miguel Amaya. Why not? What the fuck's he doing down there? You got an extra spot. Bring up Miguel and make him DH. More catchers. We need more catchers. Yeah, you wanted B.J. Higgins. I came with Miguel Amaya. Let him hit the ball.
3: Let Let the kids play. Don, don't judge me anymore. I'm, it was one damn day. I had no more beer. It was the last thing I had.
4: Yeah, Don, I'm with you. I told Charlie earlier, uh, <laughs> Coors Light is one of the beers that I'll just be like, no, nah, I, I just won't drink anything.
2: Debbie what? Elder writes in, uh, what happened to Robel Garcia? And he was, yeah, he was DFA'd, I believe.
3: Yeah, he he yeah. got picked up by another team. He's not even on the Cubs anymore, so that's it.
2: Yeah. So that's really frustrating. And, you know, not like he was good anyway, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, you, you know, Chris Bryant wasn't hitting at all. And I really, and it's got to be the injuries. It's got to be. I mean, he's good when he's healthy. It's really frustrating. Now we don't have a leadoff hitter again. And now Ian Happ's going to start sucking. I just
4: can feel it. I, I don't know. I think Ian Happ... Uh, I think he Wally pipped that spot in the lineup. Well, I don't know, man. I was
2: listening to Ivy Envy, and you know he's like you know, he's got like a Babbit of four hundred.
1: <laughs> so I yeah, was like it's was crazy. Like, oh,
2: he's hitting into some luck too. I mean,
4: but damn. he's hitting. You know, yeah. he's he's hitting. But then again, I mean, if you really think about it, when you're down in a lineup, sometimes you get a few better pitches. Than you do when you've got Anthony Rizzo and Javi Baez right behind you. Not that Javi Baez is anybody's, you know, I mean, they're going to start walking the first two batters just to get to him. But, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe he's
2: hurt. I don't know. Pardon the interruption, but the Sun Ranto show is brought to you by Bet Online. Um, sports are coming back. So it is your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering experts, and we Thank them for sponsoring the Sunranto Show. So, I mean, let's might as well look a little bit at last night. I mean, why not? See, there's Ian Happ with your 0 for 4, leaving dudes on base. Um, uh, Horner, man, you know, I was really hoping, you know, he, come, he comes in for Rizzo after the, we had to give up again. Uh, but wasn't the fourth it time this Horner year.
4: that broke the the no-hitter? Yes, so, I mean so. No, I'm just saying overall he's not doing well. But that's my, Warner's my, new job is just to break up no hitters.
2: More, more. My point is that you know you take Rizzo out of this game because you gave up because you sucked, and that's just frustrating. Baez did get a hit, but you just leave it. You got him at the wrong time. Still betting under 200. I don't think any of us has seen that. They, you know, when they gave up, they got rid of Contreras and they brought in Fagley, but. Schwarber and 0 for 4, Bodie and O for 4. I mean, uh, Hayward 0, 0 for 2. And then, uh, Caratini comes in. And I guess he should have been in there anyway. Cause they brought him in to play, uh, Rizzo's, uh, spot in a bunch of double switches. And then, you know, Perez comes in. We cu- finally got her- Hernan, uh, Hernan Perez. Hernan Perez. Mm-hmm. Actually, wouldn't it be Hernan Perez?
4: I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't so, know. Ask, ask Carly. He's the but, one with the Latin descent.
2: But he played three positions last night: second, first, and left. So, hey, I mean, if he can bring that kind of value, great. Welcome to the fucking circus. Almora well, actually he, went two for three, which I did not mention last night. That was definitely
4: worth mentioning. If you look, up- but he also just lost a ball in the sky. Mm-hmm. But if you
3: look, I mean, <laughs> look at, I mean, second inning, third inning, fourth inning, seventh inning, ninth inning. I mean, the White Sox literally just, you get home runs by Robert off Lester, Abreu off Lester, Mendick. Okay, I'll give you Robert and Abreu and Eloy, but you fucking give up a fucking home run to Mendick? Yeah. You guys get Mendick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Grandal hit one off Lester. He hasn't hit any home runs. I think Josh talked about how uh, Grandal's been struggling. He meant as you knew that was going to happen off Rea. And uh, Abreu hit his second one off Adam. So, I mean, the game, it was absolutely ridiculous. John Lester allowed a career high four home runs. Four home runs, tying what he did in July 27, 2012, when he was with the Red Sox and Toronto. The Cubs, and keep this in mind, guys, three and six in their last nine games. And that includes two Bodie miracles on that. That could just as easily be one and eight in their last nine. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, this is the thing, and I was watching it with the Brewers, and I watched it with the Cardinals, and now in the White Sox, you got a bunch of guys, your best guys aren't hitting. And when you take a look at that Sox lineup up and down, those guys are hitting, and that and and, and it makes all the difference in the world. So,
2: you know what? It that is kind of how baseball works, isn't it? When your guys don't hit, you lose, and when yeah, they and then right. they and when they do hit, you win.
4: That was some that was some Fox Sports uh, yeah, that, fucking prognosticating. That, that, that sounds it's like some a shit. shit. <laughs> I think he's gonna win.
3: You only get that here man.
4: Is Meatball Mike coming on because I think he's going to tell us whoever has the most offense bet on that one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I have we we do have Meatball Mike. So tonight um Reynaldo Lopez is back off the DL. Uh he left Reynaldo. his first though. Ronaldo
2: Lopez.
3: Right. He left his first and only start in the first inning on July 26 against the Twins. He has After, a
4: 54 ERA, so I expect the Cubs to score 54 runs
3: tonight. Everybody's expecting that, but the guy only pitched like four batters <laughs> and the fourth one hit a grand slam. And then he was hurt. And then we have Kyle Hendricks, El Profesor, last time out. He allowed three runs on three hits over six and a third. That was that bullshit game against St. Louis. Brad Miller, whoever the hell that guy is. Oh, God. But if you're looking here at the whole at home, Hendricks is two and one. And these numbers are skewed because those runs get that Miller hit, that came off of the reliever that came in after Hendricks. I would have liked to have seen Hendricks finish it. Uh on the road, he's one and one with the six six ten ERA, so not as good. But like I said, man, it's like he, he's doing really good at home. I was really happy with the start that he had last time. Now, the Sox tonight are going to come up with this lineup. Tim Anderson. Oh. Yuan, Tim Anderson, Yohan Mankata off oh. the IL. We're yes, fucked. Ma- Fuck. Yes, Mandy Grandel catching. Jose Abreu on first. Oh. Eloy Jimenez left field. Oh. Encarnacion DH. Luis oh, 156 for their DH. Center field. <laughs> <laughs> He's got four home runs, though. Nomar Mazzara, uh, right field, and Danny Mendick, who got his home run last night. So that's the Sox. But, guys, I'm looking at this lineup. Anderson can hit a home run any time out. Mancada can hit Grandal, Abreu, Jimenez. Encarnacion, as bad as he averages, the guy slugs. Robert. The only guys that can't really truly hit home runs is Mendick, and he hit one yesterday anyway.
2: Yeah, well, and he has as many as most of the Cubs, which is two. I think he has as many as Chris Bryant. So, uh, you know, you're-, you're, you're looking at this. I mean, nine home runs for Eloy already. Dude, this guy could hit
3: 60. You know, he could be like Hank Aaron. So Ian Haps leading off for the Cubs with six home runs. Then Rizzo, Baez, Schwarber, in left. Contreras catching. Jason Hayward in right field. Caratini, DH, and Kipnis at second. And Bodie at third. That's what I'm but
2: saying. Mendick and... Contreras have the same amount of homers,
3: right? And so, that, and that, and that's the problem, right there, man. That that is the problem that you're seeing is that these guys that we keep talking about—Bryant, Baez, Schwarber, Contreras—none of those guys are doing what they need to do. The guys that are basically keeping this team alive right now are Hayward, Caratini, Kipnis, and Bodie. And and that is not going to play long term. No, you
2: know what I mean. Like the law of averages show up. And, uh, it, you know, and now you, when you're just, it, man, without Brian in there, everything, because you still trust he's going
4: to do good eventually. You know what I mean? He, he still takes up some mental space in that pitcher. You know, the, the work that he's got to prepare and just sort of the stress dealing with a Chris Bryant rather than a lesser hitter. But I don't know. It, it, I mean, the actual numbers aren't going to drop that much not having him in our lineup.
3: Now our friend Bob Brenly brings up this fact right here. Milwaukee oh, Jesus. Milwaukee did lose. So, you know, <laughs> at this point right now, Milwaukee lost twelve to five to the Pirates, the hapless Pirates.
2: Oh man. So, was that, you was know that what? their third, their second win
4: this year?
3: <laughs> they're they're on a little streak right now. I think it's a two game winning streak and the Ooh. Brewers are on a three game winning streak.
4: Did did you see the Detroit uh put out the thing, nobody, and I mean nobody beats Detroit 21 straight
1: times.
3: (laughs) It was such a good meme. Bill Sugar says, meet your new Reds announcer, me.
4: Yeah, he was saying it was you.
3: I don't don't know. know.
4: Crawley's not quite that hateful. By the way, can I I bring in a TFG real quick?
2: Because this has to do with the Reds. And uh, I got a comment on one of my YouTube videos, which is, Basically, um, all of us singing "Go Cubs, Go" really loudly right next to their po- post game show in Cincinnati, and um, and then I'm screaming "Go to commercial!" Like, anyway, it's we're really obnoxious. And every now and again, some Reds fans go on there and they uh, they complain about it. And he, Sergeant at Arms said. Ah, your typical loud, obnoxious Cub fans who have to be noticed. And I was like, "Yeah,
3: that's why I got a show." So, so guys, to a pregame. <laughs> real quick here, we've we've been going on this season. We know it's a shortened season. This was a stat that came up today, and I kind of want to throw it up here. Uh, all or nothing, no middle ground. The Cubs have posted two fifty one ERA with the two fifty one average and an eight twenty one OPS in sixty three teams, nine losses. They have an 8.17 ERA with a 184 average and a 5.88 OPS. That disparity right there is ridiculous. Like, again, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but last night, I'm going to be honest, that was a that was an embarrassment. That was yeah. an absolute, you just got to pants by the Chicago White Sox.
2: Well, yeah, and I saw this out of uh... – I saw infield fly girl tweeted out this and, and Brett Taylor at Bleacher Nation had something uh, similar. Um, It's, I think it says my, I think my favorite trope of the season is we've decided never to score with the bases load again. Look at that there on the bottom. Uh, it's, It's in 17 games. You've had 20 plate appearances with the bases loaded 17 at bats. You're batting 158. Yeah. 200 OBP, slugging 158 as well. RBIs, uh, you only cashed in seven runs out of that, all about, out of all those at bats, you know, and it's like, that's frustrating. And then, um, this is, uh, the Brett Taylor. Uh, quote by the by the nature of the situation, teams tend to be quite a bit better overall when the bases are loaded. Overall, MLB is two eighty two, three thirty four, four forty five, with a one 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 WRC plus, which makes sense. Like the pitcher's on the ropes, you know, everything's going wrong, and you'll get a cash in
4: some of those runs. And that's uh, not a ton over, right? One hundred eleven no, no. is eleven points over. It's not like it's a, a crazy number. It's just slightly better. Sense.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Now and then the Cubs. Uh, in their fourth, in the fourth most played appearances with the bases loaded, which I mean, at least you're loading the bases more than other teams are hitting 194, 222, 194. Good for a 16 WRC plus. And now that is ridiculous. That's like-
3: 85% worse <laughs>
2: than the average. So I got, I got to let my friend Lauren in. To my house right now. So do, do I mean,
3: we have to, man? Do we have? To oh, he, is, to he's Lauren literally. We, he's, no,
2: this is great. Hold on, he's sitting in my hallway. Let's bring no, him on. Oh, Actually, let's bring him on. Oh yeah, add him to the stream. <laughs> Look, Lauren, is sitting in my hallway. <laughs> let's <laughs> my, make him stay out on there on my front steps. Yeah, he's a Sox fan. I mean, I'm not even going to let him in.
3: Danny, just um, let him. When the kid comes and brings him rats, <laughs> hey, so he guys, can put the rat not- back out.
2: So, uh, D- district two fourteen in the house. Three of the four of us actually went to high school in district two fourteen. So, you know, and uh, so uh, cheers, cheers uh, to to uh, <laughs> to nineties uh, trying to be like Ferris Bueller life.
4: Yeah, I uh, I, uh, I sat in section two fourteen once. Nice. So, uh,
2: what else? Uh, I I got I got I'm gonna go get you, Lauren, right now. But um, first, I want to give you this this Sousa update. Look at that.
4: He's uh on the IL, but at least he's uh, out there dancing. He's he's pitching from a mound, which is – we're not sure why he's doing that, but
2: – Yeah, and uh, so. th- this from Jordan Bastian, too. <laughs> Steven Souza, Jr., whose hamstring is hurt, is down in the left field corner at Wrigley working through agility drills with trainers. Chatwood also is wrapping up long toss uh, round out in center – and uh, prepping for a bullpen session. So,
3: And not only that, Lauren can speak to this, but Jose Quintana is supposed to be good for the Detroit series. So whether they use him as a starter or in relief, that has not been decided yet.
2: Yeah, we we need some of these guys back because it's not uh, going well. Um, I'm going to remove myself from the Where – Where's the scout the scout?
3: So He's dead, Bill Sugas. He's dead. Yeah. He died. He's with Ian Miller. It was like a two-for-one funeral.
4: Andre Dawson signed his death certificate and put him in the ground.
3: It, it was disappointing, but, you know, God, I, I can't, Michael, i want to be honest with you. Just looking at the White Sox, I mean, you didn't know. I mean, you never know, but right now they just look so strong. I, and Well, like,
4: that I, lineup is brutal up and down the lineup. Uh, right. They are what we want the Cubs to be. Like, and on I, paper, we think Cubs could be that, but they're not. The White Sox are that right now.
3: Right, and the and the problem is again the names that we mentioned: Bryant, Bias, Contreras. If those guys mm-hmm. are hitting, we have a completely different conversation. Yeah, They're not, and that's where we're at. Is that those guys have been absolutely? Uh, Contreras had a great summer camp, great exhibition. He had a great first week, and now he's been worthless. Bias has been hot garbage. Bryant has been injured. You know what I mean? And and that's that's three out of your four best. Hitters that are doing nothing. These guys somebody had it up today, I can't remember who, but they all those guys are hitting in the hundreds last week.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, and it shows in the losses because if you have somebody like Bryant out there in that Milwaukee series hitting in those one run games, at least one of them turns around your way and you split that series. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna lose three or four. To Milwaukee, one run. Yeah, I mean, you will. I mean, we've been doing that <laughs> for like a few years now. Yeah. But, so but,
3: Eric Eric Wade Ginter says I'd rather have Dietrich back than Hernan Perez. That was a head scratcher. I mean, they DM him, and it was like, all right, well, but uh, he
2: wanted to he wanted to not be on a sixty man, you know. And it, it's it, I think it was just bad timing because Souza went down right after Dietrich. Uh, you know, Diet- Dietrich left, and then Souza went down. So they never would have let Dietrich go if uh, Souza went down. But I bet you they couldn't come to, like, a contract situation. Yeah. You know, I, I think that they couldn't agree about what Derek Dietrich would be doing for the Cubs. And
3: uh, Is everyone chasing pitches, or do they seem unmotivated? I can't answer that one way or the other. I mean, are they chasing pitches? I think they're taking a lot of pitches. And and then all of a sudden – at one time I was at Cubs convention, and I was saying – I, I was hanging out at the table with Bobby Dernier. If you've been to Cubs, Scott, you know Bobby Dernier hangs out with everybody. But I was talking to him about taking pitches, and he said, you know, sometimes the first pitch you see is the best pitch you see. Okay? So And Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Especially you wanna, if they
4: know you're going to take it.
3: Right. So do you want to take pitches, drive off the pitch count? Of course. Don't swing at garbage, which the Cubs are notorious for doing. But at the same time, if you see a pitch in your wheelhouse – that may be the best pitch you see and you let that go, you may not see a better pitch here.
4: Well, and I don't think that they're unmotivated. If anything, I think they're over motivated. They're they're pressing. You know, yep. they're up there. Everybody's trying to hit a home run. Like those numbers with bases loaded. That's not the numbers of a team that is trying to get a base hit and drive in two. You know, right. that's the number of a team trying to get Four on every swing of the bat yeah hit a five-run homer yeah.
2: um, and
3: that's that's the one thing is that you know we talked Danny we went to see uh Miguel Montero at club 400 and the one thing he always talked about with Wilson was between the head because in in, in M- Miggy's mind Contreras was the best catcher in baseball hitting wise defensive wise he said the only thing missing is between the ears. And that you see it right now. I think he's trying too hard and this team is struggling because of it.
2: Yeah. And it, and he's got that, uh, you know, super speed. I mean, he's an intense player and you, you love to see it. And, you know, he's the pound in his t- chest on second base. And, you know, he's really into the game, but you know, it, it's. It... You know, how do you control that? You are who you are. You know, he's out there having fun. But actually, I don't think he is having fun. I think that's the issue. I think he's out there working really hard. And I think you can be out there working really hard and having fun at the same time. And it and it seems like he's just way too intense for this moment. I mean, you know, his dalliances with like, I, I'm blocked by him on Twitter. So I know he doesn't, you know, <laughs> he's I, I know he's a very serious man. He's like, you know... His uh, work for Venezuela and trying to raise money for them, you know, as uh, you know, I think that has has weighed on him and and I to fe- feel like he feels the weight of the world on his shoulders at almost all times. You know, like he takes on way too much pressure on him, puts way too much pressure on himself. And I think that's KB's problem, too, to be honest, like fucking so, tightly wild motherfuckers like re-fucking-lax and smoke a goddamn doobie. It's legal now, assholes. Oh, not Speaking
3: in MLB, of- though. Speaking of wound real tight, let's see what Meatball Mike has to say about the series. Hold on here.
0: Good afternoon, Cubs fans. Your favorite local degenerate gambler, Meatball Mike checking in. Did not give you guys a very good play last night. Although, if you did listen to me, even though I did not play it myself, I did say I was leaning socks and saw the value. I believe it was socks minus one and a half, which clearly you could have gave a lot more and made even more money if you wanted to. But, um, you know, last night really wasn't a surprise. I think we, we had a good idea that, that Lester could struggle against this team just due to the absolute mashing that the White Sox have been doing of left-handed pitching as of late. Um, but I feel like that changes tonight, um, with the professor on the mound. He's been excellent this year. He always is just a stable force. Um, so if we look, take a look at some of the odds, uh, the Chicago Cubs on the money line, I'm minus 205. So they're a very heavy favorite. Not a ton of value there. On the run line, if you lay a run and a half, you get odds to minus 103. So I like the Cubs to get back today. Um, I think Ronaldo Lopez um, is he he does tend to struggle. He's been struggling for a while now. I know he's kind of been a disappointment um, on the south side. Um, and, and I think we look to the Cubs lineup to try to get right uh, off a guy like Ronaldo Lopez. So um, I'm going to take the Cubs minus one and a half at minus 103. Just lay ten dollars. And you win just under ten. Uh it's like ninety or nine dollars and seventy cents. Um, and then I have one more play for you guys, a prop bet. Um I'm gonna take Ian Happ. I think he might even hit a leadoff home run to be honest with you. But I'm taking Ian Happ plus plus four hundred odds, ten dollars to win forty to hit a home run today. Um so like I said, it's tough game last night. You know, Lester got knocked around a little bit, which you know, we knew given his age and and just that lineup, we knew he was due for one of these. So kind of just gotta scratch it off. And get back into the into the winning column here. So I like the Cubs minus one and a half and minus uh, one hundred three odds, and I do like Ian Happ plus four hundred. Uh, so you bet ten dollars to win forty on if he wins a home run. All right, Cubs fans, let's get one back. Oh, Cubs!
2: Welcome back, Lauren. Uh, Laura, do, now, do, what do you think of your chances against Kyle Hendricks tonight?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so good.
2: Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, he pitches really well at home, and and uh, I also I saw that you guys did okay against him last year, though. So,
5: I'm not looking forward to it. I mean i I don't think they're going to get too many good looks at you know great pitches, you know, or uh, great hitting pitches.
3: I Lauren, I'm going to throw the stats up from last from uh, last, you know the the Sox versus Hendricks. Jose Abreu at 14 and Bats hitting 500. Tim Anderson at 10 is hitting 400. Uh, other than that, and then Eloy Jimenez, you know, very small sample size. Jay McCann, uh, I don't think he, is he in the lineup. I don't think he's in the lineup. So, no, I mean, no. so you got Abreu and Anderson have hit Hendricks real well. Eloy always hits the Cubs well. So, but those are the three guys that I think the Cubs really got to look at.
2: Why does Elay hate us so much for trading him? He's just gonna be he's just gonna ruin our lives from here on end, you know? I mean it's gonna be years now. He's only in
4: his early 20s, God. Oh, we're screwed. We're so screwed. It's annoying like it's amazing how motivated he is to beat the Cubs. It's (laughs) somewhat fun to see him just because like he just fucking goes off. The guy is the guy is probably I don't know what the numbers are on this for real. I'm going to go with he's 150% better against the Cubs than any other team. And he's not bad against those teams. I just think he's that much better against the Cubs.
3: Lauren, uh, the Cubs are on – or I'm sorry, the White Sox are on a six-game winning streak. Uh, I mean, that's pretty amazing right now. They just seem to be hitting everything. Are you still concerned about Kyle Hendricks, even though you have a six-game win streak going
5: Yeah, um, Kyle Hendricks is a stud. Like he's, I don't know, I I don't think he's quite ready to be compared to Greg Maddox yet as far as just because his body of work is not there. But, I mean, this guy is pretty close to like what Maddox was doing, you know, in his prime. I I, I don't think, if I were the Sox, I wouldn't be looking forward to facing Hendricks.
4: He's, He's not maybe that good. Like he's really, really freaking good. He's not quite Maddox, but the the comparisons I believe are apt. But I think we've got a little bit of a recency bias going. Maddox was a goddamn genius on the on the mound, and I think he would be a complete nightmare to have in the in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: when you talk when you talk about Maddox versus Hendricks, and it's a popular thing to do. None of those, Neither of those guys were really flamethrowers when you think about, like, say, a Michael Kopech or anything like that. But it's just trying to, trying to kind of break down a hitter. And those guys seem to analyze and kind of have a game plan and for the most part will be able to execute it. I think Maddox, especially in his prime, had a better fastball than uh, Hendricks did. But the way that they approach, the cerebral approach to the hitters is what people kind of really kind of see between the
1: two.
2: Yeah. Well, it should be uh, fun to watch because it's a young, uh, hittingist. it's a very hitting team, the White Sox, and they're going to be up there swinging and hopefully, you know, Hendricks can Hendricks and keep everybody off balance. At least that's what I'm hoping. Lauren is hoping something else.
5: Well, it's really about, I think the, the key is really Reynaldo Lopez. Which one are you getting tonight? The dude is all over the place and he's just coming back and he's, totally inconsistent so if he's on his game it'll be a pitcher's match but if not
2: eh. i kind of agree with meatball we haven't seen him since 2018 either and he did very very well against the cubs unfortunately for us uh i'm looking at it right here he uh went seven innings only gave up one run and struck out eight so you know lauren's right he is quite a good pitcher but you know he's i think i think meatball mike is right too that Ian Happ could very well hit a leadoff home run. Here's a guy coming off the IL. He hasn't pitched since late July. He's going to be out there trying to throw strikes. And hopefully, uh, you know, our man Happ can uh, ambush one. So, well, either way, the game starts in 12 seconds. So
1: we should let's do it.
3: Real quick, you know, it was one of those things that we knew that the White Sox crushed left-handed pitchers. And we knew that that Lester had the – Tendency to make mistakes, and you could not make mistakes that lineup yesterday, and they made him pay bad. We have Hendricks tonight, you Darvish tomorrow. Take these two, and and Lauren's a good White Sox fan, but shut up those loud White Sox fans. Take these two, but the hitting better get here because we can't keep kind of just relying on a good start.
2: Yeah, exactly. we saw that last night <laughs> because that was not a good start. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna play the preview son, then we'll be back here after the game. uh, All four of us, I think, for a post game. So, all right.
5: See post ya, dog. See you guys.
1: Preview. Cups. Preview. Cups. Preview. Cups. Preview. From the Son Rancho show.
2: One more interruption from our sponsors at betonline.ag. Because sports are coming back. And you've got a chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. Major League Baseball, NBA, full swing right now. There's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, the futures, the props for you to bet on. Also, tune in to uh, Floyd Money Mayweather because he joined the BetOnline.ag team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up. Take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by Manscaped. And, you know, 2020 has been a year of uh, things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control and that's shaving your bush. Now our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Uh, now, I know you've all probably cut your balls shaving them before, but uh, that could be a thing of a past with Manscaped. So uh, they got the Manscaped lawnmower 3.0. It's a premium electric trimmer. It's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image because it's awesome. Okay, they've got a ceramic blade, skin safe technology. It's all designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down below. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-paste nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. So go to their website and you'll find their crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and a moisturizer. This is going to help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the crop reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself, but I will be very impressed at your flexibility. So go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, let me check check this out. Listeners of this show, 20% off. Free shipping. All you got to do is use the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's armchair at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping. Armchair is the promo code. How many times do I have to say it for you people? Okay, now it's time to grab 2020 by the balls. Uh, uh, horns. And you got to get shaven. Take care of your business. We thank Manscaped for sponsoring the Sunranto Show.
1: Post game, Cubs post game, Cubs post game, Cubs post game, from the
5: Sunranto Show.
1: Oh, 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 oh,
2: that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Let's take a look at Clark's big old hairy I bear wang. I see. That, <laughs> that show. That's what that game felt like.
4: In that picture, I saw just as many balls as Jose Abreu hit out of the park tonight. <laughs>
2: Um, well, I should say, like over in the corner, we got uh, Lauren and our friend Jose.
4: Jose Abreu. Uh, they, uh,
2: no, it's 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 a, a better Jose, a Jose <laughs> that we might actually like more than Jose Abreu tonight. Uh, Lauren's a Sox fan. Jose is a Cubs fan, and I, I don't know, Jose, you you like the Sox too, or you're mostly a, mostly a Cubs fan?
3: Cubs fan.
2: Yeah. yeah, I know we 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 hung out at uh, in the bleachers well, a few times. Well, He's well, a rancher, too.
4: Yeah, that's good. I seriously, I thought that Jose Abreu was making his debut on this show just to dunk on our dumb asses for, you know, oh, fuck, man. Can can I just (laughs) say this this
2: right here, I've circled it. Before tonight, this was Jose Abreu's slash line versus the Cubs lifetime. 344 batting average. Uh, You know, you got the 396 OBP. 594 slugging all making up for a nice big fat, just under a
3: thousand OPS. So I mean, guys, let, let's let be honest. They're, they're a better team. That's just a better team. You lost to a better team. This is two days in a row that they've hit five plus home runs. And this is what I was talking about. I saw this coming last weekend with the Brewers. It continued with the white Sox. They got bailed out by two miracle uh, David Bodie wins in St. Louis and it's continuing. This team offensively looks like shit. I mean, that's about as simple as you can put it and here's the thing. The Cubs started out 13 and 3. They are now 16 and 10. And again, you had those two miracle games by Bodie. They could easily be 1 in 9 in their last 10 games. And they're playing like
1: it.
2: Yeah. Uh at least this happened. That was funny. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, <laughs> Nearly colliding with Laz
4: Diaz. I I did enjoy that moment. When Laz went down and I saw his arms flail, I thought he was signaling safe. I was like, what? Safe? (laughs) He's like, no, I'm about to die. And what the fuck is Encarnacion doing turning left? Like, he runs across the base. He's never, like, he knew he was out. What was he, like, he just saw... Laz Diaz stumbling. He's like, I'm going to go get him.
3: So the most embarrassing thing about this is that, you know, you're sitting here and you got Reynaldo Lopez is the starter and Gio Gonzalez, once again, perplexes the Cubs really until the eighth inning. They only had two hits.
2: Uh, I want to ask Lauren a question real quick about Gio. Uh, I mean, when he was with the nationals, like he absolutely ate us up with the, his slow shit. How has he been doing uh, until he faced us tonight? Because he's, he's, he mowed us down. And uh, Johnny, uh, uh, Johnny anamata who's come on the show to talk about the Nationals a bunch, he's always like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, Gio's like, I know if he's going to be good or bad after the first inning. Is he still that pitcher? And are you shocked that – I mean, has he been good this year?
5: I don't know if there's much of a sample size to say yet. I mean, like, okay. Like, I was yeah, great. He,
4: he yeah, kind of seemed okay today. Like, he was missing with a lot of balls, but then just like working his way out of it.
5: I mean, he's like a fifth starter, so I guess it's, you know, he's living up to that reputation.
2: Well, yeah. He's a veteran. I mean, you, you just got him. You know, we, we, they got him in Milwaukee three last times. year.
5: Three times we traded
3: <laughs> So, guys, when we take a look at this game, the White Sox scored seven runs all via the long ball. So you had Luis Robert who Robert who hit a home run in the second inning. Uh the make it 2-nothing White Sox to came back. But again, they got on because what was it? Uh Wilson Contreras hit by pitch, Hayward uh walks and then Caratini doubles to tie it up. And then Abreu just starts going nuts, he homers on a line drive off Hendricks, Hendricks Why are David. they
4: pitching to him? They have bases open. And Abreu is destroying
3: everything. Just fucking put him on base. So like- that makes it 3-2 White Sox. And then in the eighth inning, Jose Abreu and Yasmani, uh, it's a home run. Yasmani Grandal scores. That's off Rowan on Wick to make it 5-2. And the bottom of the eighth, uh, Contreras singles, uh, and that scores another run for the Cubs. They get one back. Uh, so bias scores on that. And then the top of the ninth, Dwayne Underwood. Someone tell me what Dwayne Underwood and his 9.99 ERA is still doing. Cause on the they screen. don't have
2: anybody else. So dude, they, 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 got they rid have of Rex a Rex brothers. They got rid of Rex brothers for, you know, for, Where, where's Justin why. Steele? Like, where's Justin Steele? I don't know. I okay. remember they, they he was up and then he was down. He didn't even pitch. Right. I mean, but like Eric, look at the 60 man, you know, we looked at it today.
3: What? Who's the savior. I'm not saying there's a savior. I'm just saying if somebody sucks, send them to South Bend. I don't know yeah, if there's somebody an opportunity. You end up with 14 people on this team, right? Yeah, <laughs> you, you got to keep top somebody. Time. And when so, you're down what, by what, what,
4: seven what? runs late in the game and your <laughs> offense isn't clicking, you know, you you send a guy into the ru- into so, the wolves. You know, one, two,
3: three, four, five, six. There's six pitchers in South Bend. Put fucking uh, put Underwood down and get somebody else up. I don't give a shit. I don't care who. He can't pitch. How's that? How's that sound? I
2: don't think it's going to go any better with any of those other guys, though. That's what I'm saying. Okay, what who telling, they
3: have? What I'm telling you is, at this point, what does it matter? Crawley, they they can't do that
4: mid game, right? They have Underwood on the bench. They've got to bring him in.
3: I mean, okay. they got to bring somebody in. What what's the point? Why? Okay, he so goes poorly. So if he comes, if he's not still on the team tomorrow, if he's not in a fucking bus to South Bend right now, then <laughs> fuck this shit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Crawley wants him, Dwayne Underwater, wearing cement sandals. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, oh man, it's just, and here's the thing, Dwayne
4: Underground.
3: I, here's, here's, I put this up the other day. Uh, let me see where I got this right here. I just, yeah, none, you, none of
4: it matters, Crawley, unless you score runs. M. D. J. Jackson got to score yep. runs to win the game, and you know what? Underwood I mean, could have come in and fucking pitched lights out for an inning, and it wouldn't have made any difference.
3: Tom, I, uh, Tom I,
4: Cooper agrees. I,
2: I, uh, he says, agreed, Underwood is awful. <laughs> so here's I here we all agree on that. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: Cubs, one through five hitters, came in tonight's game with a combined 203-323-400 slash line this season. Tonight through sixth inning, the five slots have gone one for 12, two walks, one hit by pitch, and the lone hit was Ian Happ's fifth inning single. Now, I think uh, it was Baez, uh, Schwarber, and Contreras each got a single in the eighth. But that's embarrassing. They're they're awful right now. They are just they can't hit for shit right now.
2: Yeah, I made a pretty good joke on Twitter because uh, th- th- the Cubs had two hits for quite a while during this game, like until maybe the seventh or eighth. And I said they have as many hits as Tone Loke. Dude. Nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, think, un- I thought un- that was pretty good. Monkey Cold Medina. In, yeah, can uh, you wild think thing. of the other one? Wild yeah, you thing, got the other one.
2: Yeah. Wild wild thing, thing. yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then there is oh, those are The one. same song. Oh
0: my yeah,
4: bad. Yeah, they pretty much are.
3: <laughs> this is the third time the Cubs have allowed five plus homer in consecutive games. The other time, September fourth and fifth on two thousand twelve. Uh, twelve home runs allowed versus Washington. We know, we know how bad those 2012, 2012. team
2: runs. They lost a hundred, hundred and how many games? Hundred one. Yeah,
3: no. And then September. That's
2: actually, that's that is that is the team that brought me back to Chicago though, because they were so terrible and my life was so terrible. I was like, I'm going to go be with my Cubs and we'll both be terrible together. So, uh, all everything old is new again.
3: September twenty third, twenty fourth, nineteen eighty five. 10 home runs allowed versus Montreal. We've talked about that 85 team that started out really hot and then had a lot of pitching injuries. They had nobody left to pitch. But but this, you know, um, you you guys know Tim Anderson, and uh, Tim Anderson kind of talks a lot of smack. But you know what? As long as you can back it up, I guess. So here it goes here. The Cubs are humans too. They put their pants on just like us. Tonight is about seeing who's got the bigger pants. Well, guess what? The fucking Cubs are wearing tight little ass pants because they've embarrassed themselves. The oh last come day. on,
4: Crawley! And the Cubs give are me not fucking
3: break. You had
4: it right there for you. They're not wearing pants. <laughs> Cubs are wearing you pants. You missed at all. that joke. It's it was you. You were as bad at hitting that joke as the Cubs <laughs> were at hitting anything <laughs> all night. By the way,
2: let's let's focus on the positive. Clark's birthday tomorrow. <laughs> we're all gonna. do yep, a lot a... of swings were late. Yeah, BB writes <laughs> in a lot of swings were late. Yeah, I think so. Uh, especially this one. Um, so uh, yeah, Clark I mean, knows how
4: to swing. We all you know do, that.
2: Uh, how many how many games you you gonna put in the garbage? Like you know, the Cubs tried to climb back into this one. Well, the bullpen didn't let them. I mean, that that wasn't good either. I mean, you throw Wick out there thinking like, oh, it's tight. Things, are, Yeah, put it up there.
3: Hendricks gives up two home runs. Wick gives up one home run. And Underwood gives up two home runs. Five home runs. Uh, they gave up seven runs. And again, they were all off the home run. So congratulations. Well, the
4: last 19 runs that the White Sox have scored have been off of home runs.
3: Yep. 18, and that didn't include the last home run that I didn't. Have in there, but yep, nineteen.
4: Oh, and I and I heard nineteen from the broadcast, so it could be that they had miscounted.
3: No, I'm I not think, sure if
4: it's eighteen or nineteen. I
3: I'm, I think it's nineteen because I think there was that last home run that they uh, that they got the back to back shot. The whole the, there, brain, there, the we one. all
4: just quit watching. Even yeah. even Len, <laughs> they were just <laughs> like fuck this game. Well, Michael, you, you texted us
2: in the in the ninth, and, and you're <laughs> like, done, let's go now. We're going now. It's postgame. I'm like, no one will watch. And I'm like, no one's going to watch anyway because they <laughs> suck. Right. Um, But, it, no, once again, let's focus on the positive. Beathur's, uh Stash writes in, it's no pen Sunday tomorrow, thanks to Clark's birthday. And uh, we got uh, Robert Sanchez out there. He's uh, looking for as much beer as possible to try to drown this one out. That's okay. It's Saturday night. Not a lot of people got to work tomorrow. Um, I just so.
3: – I I think, the, again, I'm just looking at it objectively. I think the White Sox look like a better team, and, and they proved it the last two games.
2: I want to hear from Lauren. Lauren, uh, unmute yourself and, and tell us, do you now have confidence enough to gloat about this 2020 White Sox team.
5: I mean, I do, I do, but with with caveats. Like they're actually, I mean, they're playing good ball. They look good. Like we were looking at their last seven games, and they're scoring like runs a game. Like this team's Lauren, tell us what that's like
3: like, because I I can't relate, man. I I can't relate to that.
5: Well, it's the first time we've had this in a while. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like you guys did when you started hitting the cover off the ball in, you know, 2015. I don't know. It's, this, it's pretty cool. 8-2 the in
3: their last 10-7 you know? game winning streak for the White Sox. They find themselves uh, one game behind Minnesota and half a game behind Cleveland.
5: I mean, you know, to do what they did to Hendricks, like, you know, I mean, like, I think – He's a really good pitcher. And, like, they wore him down slowly. He didn't give up a lot of runs, but they did. That first
2: inning, though, that that was a long first inning for Hendricks. You know, I felt like the tone was
4: set right there. Yeah, he had 44 pitches in the first two innings.
2: Yeah, the first two. Yeah, I, I think you could maybe include the second inning, but they had him on the ropes early. And, you know, that makes a difference. You set a tone in a game like that. Obviously, the White Sox showed up to this series. I don't know where the Cubs. Uh, were but you know it, but I don't know Hendricks. You know the the White Sox remind me of the Reds. Remember how the 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 Reds kind of lit up Hendricks too. And this is a team makes a lot of contact. They've got great hitting. um You know they're up there swinging. Cubs, you know they tonight again. They had two runs in one hit for a while in this game. And they're just up there trying to walk, up there trying to walk, and oftentimes they take it and they get to the walk. But man, they're forgetting how to hit. I feel like they're up there, yes, like I, trying I to get to walk. It, you know, like you know Gary Matthews swinging his bat around in like '84. You know what I mean? Like oh, you know, the whole team is doing that.
4: You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody- the- the team is seeing 4.26 pitches per at-bat, and uh, that's, re- that's really high for a whole team, especially when you got some guys there with zeros. And, uh, you know, so you're seeing that many pitches per at-bat. The problem is they're seeing a lot of good pitches go right past them, and they're not pulling the trigger on them. We, so, how many times did we see that tonight, that they just didn't pull a trigger on a good pitch?
3: So here you look here. Ian Happ had one of the hits in the first seven innings, a single. He was one for four with a walk. So if you have, honestly, you know, he's on base twice. I'm not going to complain about that. Rizzo, who we talked about, was the one guy that was kind of really doing really well before they moved Happ up. Into the leadoff spot, Rizzo has been slumping the last few games. Hit
2: into a double
3: play. Hit into a double play. 0 for 5, three men left on base. Javi got a, walked once, thank God, and he got a hit in the eighth inning. But until that eighth inning, he was hitless. Schwarbert was hitless until the eighth inning. Uh, Contreras was hitless until the eighth inning. And, uh, Hayward walked twice. I'm not going to complain about that. Hey. How about the Josh Fagley? How many more times you tell me there's nobody in South Bend that can hit better for than Josh Fagley? I, I, I really want someone to explain <laughs> well, yet, the Josh exactly, Fagley phenomena.
2: Yeah, Mark writes in. Can someone please explain Fagley for Caratini? No, I can't because Caratini is the only person on this team that's hitting against the White Sox, and you pull him in in the middle. Of the, well, it was the end of the game, but still, you were in this game. You were even till the very end. Even till the very end you were in this game. I you just, know, you put runners on base in the ninth, it kept getting away from us, and yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't
4: understand. I didn't understand it either because uh regardless of I mean Caratini is a better hitter than Fegley right now and Horner. Like he is a better hitter. He may not be doing great right this second, but he's a better hitter. He's got more experience. He, he should have been out there pulling him at that point. Didn't make any sense.
3: I just I want to know what every what David Ross sees in Josh Fagley. I keep hearing he can hit the fastball. I don't see him hitting shit. I don't see him hitting shit. So why is Josh Fagley like coming out of the fucking on, around the Don Deck circle? I mean, like literally. I just wish they would just let me, that's it, one person, let me into the fucking ballpark, and then I can yell and say, why the fuck is Fagley on deck? I don't know. I want I want Ross to hear me. That's all.
2: <laughs> well, he's watching. I think he's tuned in right now. He he likes to watch us before he, he does he, his, his Zoom conference with Gordon Whitmire.
3: He's yeah. a, he's, he was one of those Twitch trolls the other day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it.
2: He's like, fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> calling me Grandpa Lossie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't even pin this on Lossie. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's not Lossie's fault. It's uh you know, it, it honestly is the Cubs have bad players. <laughs> like you're not gonna win if your right. bad players suck.
3: So this is a true story. I, I um I, I I used to coach uh, tennis, used to pay for my season tickets, and uh I you know, I, I would get frustrated sometimes because we'd lose a lot, you know, we'd play a lot of North Shore teams that were just great. And a different coach, he was a soccer coach, one of the greatest soccer coaches in the Northwest suburbs, he looked at me one time, he's like, don't get upset, man. He's like, you can't win the Kentucky Derby with a mule. You can train the mule. You can feed the mule the best food. Do everything you can. You're still not going to win against the Thoroughbreds. So guess what, man? I, I, I look at Luis Robert. Robert. I look at Tim Anderson. I look at uh, Obreu. I get all these <laughs> – I see all these things, and guess what, you know? they just look like a better team and you saw it story time with crawley i, I <laughs>
2: yeah. no no we 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 had a
3: story time with crawley
2: with crawley
4: with crawley story time with crawley it's crawley story time you deserve so, that you so, <laughs> imagine how hard these guys could hit a tennis ball crawley if the cubs could hit tennis balls <laughs> we might see some homers. Well, and Lord, let me ask you this: Are are you not
2: impressed by the? Just, are you
4: not impressed?
2: Are, are you not impressed, sir? By no, these none of these are cheap home runs. These are line drives. Like I forget what that that Eloy. I'm I'm gonna hate watching Eloy. I know. Just or or I'm just gonna have to become a Sox fan or something like that. But uh, what it was like 186 thousand miles off the bat or something like that tonight. <laughs> I mean, no, that, line, that the, the line drive, the double, one of his doubles, he just smoked that ball. Oh, and the it, one it, that it, hit the, hit hit the hit wall. The wall. <laughs> yeah. It was like, Koo! I'm like, dude, I didn't know Brick could make that sound. <laughs> yeah. I heard Ivy scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but aren't you impressed? Like, I mean, have you seen anything like this out of your team before? Like, just th- this kind of steroid-driven power
5: not in a long <laughs> long time seriously it's uh I don't know it, it's exciting I mean three home runs for Abreu I don't know I was I was saying the same thing uh earlier Michael like I don't understand why they don't walk him but uh you know I mean it seems like they should possibly consider I mean there was nobody through.
4: on he, no,
5: they have room. Not? I mean you got the base it doesn't matter I don't <laughs> you know I, I don't know
0: well,
5: so
3: just it. so you guys can kind of see this right here, uh, Robert's home run off of Hendricks was 111 miles per hour off the bat. That was cool. yeah, the him too. Stat guess on that, uh, Abreu's first one was 107. Or no, that was his, uh, that was yeah, uh, that was Abreu's uh, six inning. So that was his first home run, was 107 off the bat, and then Abreu's off of Wick was 106. And then Underwood gave up 100 mile per hour and 99 mile per hour, but. I mean, just,
2: I mean, it's a warm night here in Chicago. In fact, I, I even brought the fan on the deck because there's no breeze at all. I'm a mile north of Wrigley, but it's humid. And you know how the ball carries on a night like this, but it didn't
3: carry for the goddamn Cubs and they're supposed to have some bruisers too, and they don't. I said that the other day, I was driving up on Friday up here to Wisconsin, and I'm sitting here, and I'm listening to the radio when the White Sox hit five more home runs on Friday, and Pat Hughes is like, the ball is really flying out here. I'm like, well, why isn't it flying out for the Cubs? Right. It's yeah. not.
4: Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure the Brewers' uh, air conditioning keeps turning on in Milwaukee and just blowing the ball down all the way down in Chicago. Yeah. Um, we do have one... There was one bright spot, Tepera, Tepera. I'm not Tepera? exactly sure how to say his name. Uh, he's, I, be- I believe it's T. Ray. T. Ray. T. Ray. With 1.2, <laughs> didn't give up a run. Uh, battled through a couple of things. Uh, this guy's looked good. I think he's at about seven innings without giving up a without giving up a run right now. Like. You know, hey, we don't have maybe much in bright the spots, then, bright spots. But that's a bright spot right there. Uh, Tepra's, you know, coming out doing his job. There's, there's, there's a piece that maybe they can build on later.
3: You know who's a piece of shit is Dwayne Upward <laughs> Jr. I'm about tired of that guy. <laughs> Let me tell you about a piece. Well,
4: there's a piece for <laughs> a you. A piece of shit named Dwayne. They're saying. <laughs> I I don't think I'm reaching on Tepra. He's been good. He's been good for a while here, so yeah. you know. I mean, I'm reaching for any sort of bright spot, but hey, the the kid can only do what he can do, and no, he gets out there and he pitches well. So to give him
3: to look good, give him some props, and 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 that's it. But and like I said, he didn't give up a home run, which was somehow a miracle the last two days for the Cubs pitching staff. So any any long time.
5: Yeah, I gotta ask you, Fagley or, or Underwood, which one? Which
2: you can one only get, like get rid of one.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Fagley. I literally have no clue what's the <laughs> oh, purpose of. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think I go Fagley. I just it's it's when all of a sudden it was uh, he's a catcher. You can't get rid of the catcher over the I'm pitcher, of, dude. I'm getting rid of him. I'm, I'm i he, he can't do anything. He does nothing. I sat there like I, ever since the Ryan when the when uh, Hader came up and he pinch hit that, you know, with a chance to win. I just I can't I'm, I, every time like the Ross like I need a really good pinch hitter. Let's look at the card, Josh Fagley. He's the man that'll do the job. Fucking Christ, do me a favor, okay, Theo? Call Theo if you're watching. If you're at a burger here, we got a, we got some people. He's, on, he's one of our 26
2: viewers right now.
3: Theo, do me a favor, bubble up. Um, I need you right now to apologize to Joe Madden and ask him if the Angels will send Tommy LaStella back to the Cubs. I'd like to see Tommy LaStella come back to the Cubs. We'll give you Fagley and Underwood. You can take them both, and, and that's fine. Okay? Take them both. Get them out of here. Just give me 3 a.m. Tommy. I just need somebody that can just – a pinch hitter that can actually hit a ball and make contact.
4: Oh, I want Lyle in here so bad right now.
3: Fucking Tommy LaStella!
4: He quit on the team! <laughs> and he I,
2: did. He did. He quit on the team, but only to save his family's uh, pizza restaurant in
4: New Jersey. Yes.
3: I'm just asking you, do you want to see Josh Fagley or Tommy LaStella coming up?
4: Hey, I, I'm not doubting. I'm just saying <laughs> that, uh, you know, there there was a time when when uh, uh, Tommy LaStella's name couldn't be said Without being screamed, yeah. So
3: right now, BB says Darvish mañana, which is great. But that's what we said last night about Hendricks. So you know what? If you can't hit, you can't win.
2: Last time Darvish uh, saw the Cubs was, or saw the White Sox was in that exhibition game to right before the season. And in the first inning, I believe the White Sox scored eight runs, and Darvish did not record a third out. So just yeah.
4: saying. Oh, but that, the, was the, that was the they, mercy." They, yeah, they went little league on the inning. Yeah, yeah.
2: They're like, they just yeah, said, oh, that's good. <clears throat> but the law of averages says that that should even out yeah. at this but, point. And uh, it, he should probably be able to give up. Only four runs this time and record a third out.
4: (laughs) Just, just for a a quick update, the LA Angels are uh, terrible. Currently nine and nineteen with a three twenty one winning percentage. They are last in the AL West.
3: And that's what I'm saying. They can call them up. They're not going anywhere. Give us Listella. You don't need them. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. I just, just please, no more Josh Fagley. I don't. I just. I can't figure out what the guy does. I don't know what he does. Somebody well, tell me. What does he, do? He, he,
4: make, he makes a mean Denver oblin. Yeah, you've never tried his Denver <laughs> oblin. He, he he gets the
2: better peppers is what it yeah. is. Like, you know, he chops them up real nice and small so that, you know, they stay crispy, but they don't get soggy when he uh, fries them in the pan because yeah. he, he puts them in last.
4: I mean, it's a, like a, it's a damn
2: good omelet. I mean, come on. Hell of, a, hell of a Denver. Hell of a Denver.
4: It, it would have been even better if they were playing more day games. <laughs> yeah. Who's had a worse week? I mean,
2: last thought. Who's-ish. Who's had a a, a worse week? Uh, the Cubs or Tom Brenneman? <laughs> <laughs> and another guy, that was a bit of a rhetorical question. Another question. Uh, who would you take? On the White Sox, that would be the most impactful player if you could if you could take anybody, you just get rid of the other person.
3: It's it's clearly 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 Louis uh, Louis Robert. I'll take him in a heartbeat because the Cubs. We talked about this before. They have a lot. They have such a history. You're talking all the way back to 1876, and when you talk about center fielders, the Cubs just are so dead in that position. It's funny. If he, they just you think about it, who is the great, truly great Cubs center fielder? It doesn't exist. It's
2: Doug Dessenzo.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doug yeah, now Doug Dessenzo, Corey Patterson. You remember old Corey? You David
2: know. DeJesus, baby.
3: Yeah, DeJesus. Yeah.
2: Um, so, uh, Lauren, uh, you're next as a White Sox fan. Like, uh, who would you take from the Cubs that you would think would have the most impact?
5: Only because Nick Madrigal's hurt, but could I shift a player around for this game?
2: No, they have to play that position. You know what I mean?
5: All right, well, I would shift Anderson over to second, and then I would take Baez.
2: Okay, and have a, oh, God, Baez and Anderson up the middle? Well, actually, I would shift Baez to second. Yeah, I'd make Baez your your second baseman. Because Baez is a hell of a second baseman.
5: Well, yeah, but... But, But yeah, Baez is the better...
2: Bias is the better defensive shortstop. He,
1: he didn't show that to I us today, so, though. Yes. Well, he, he, Michael, he had some
4: gaffes today, and uh, Rizzo too. bailed him out once.
3: Michael, what scares me is is I think that what's happening to Javi at the plate is now starting to affect him on the field.
4: Yeah, it, that, that is the him. most frightening thing because Javi's always been good in the field, uh, no issues. He, he had a bad double play turn. Um, now, granted, uh, Anderson was trucking down the line, but uh, they didn't get that double play turn because Javi made a bad throw. And then later, he made a bad throw to Rizzo, and Rizzo saved his ass by getting the out. And then uh, when, that was Incarnacion when he ran over Laz Diaz. That was that same play.
3: <laughs> well, MDJ Jackson believes that Baez is going to get going. Here's the thing, MJ, maybe, MD. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe he will get it going. Here's where we are right now, halfway through the season about. And he's been absolutely awful. I think he ranks in the bottom five in hitters, and he's your number three hitter. So your number three hitter on your Chicago Cubs is in the bottom five in hitting. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, Javi, but uh, you got ha- half a season's gone pretty much. What I, do we? Have? How many games we had?
2: No, I hate I hate to be this guy, but he had a kid. You know, he uh. no, he did. He had yep. a kid. His wife got pregnant again. His mind's yep. elsewhere. He's made a shit ton of money already. Probably enough to, definitely enough to live the rest of his life. I'm not saying he doesn't want the big contract, but I've seen this happen a million times in showbiz is that, you know, you're hungry for a few years and you freaking balls to the wallet for forever. And then you get the money and you get a little fat and happy. I'm just saying, not saying that's what's going on. Just want to bring it up.
3: I, I don't know what it is. I wish I could explain it. If it's that, or if it's something else, I don't know. All I know is is that this point in time, you know, David Ross is kind of hanging his hat, just like MDJ Jackson is that that high is going to turn it around. But like I said, when you're one of the worst hitters in baseball and you're hitting third right now, statistically speaking, one of the third one of the worst hitters in baseball.
2: Uh, MD Jackson uh, brings up too. Bryant had a kid too. I agree. This is a family-oriented team. Theo liked it that way. And th- these guys aren't just like out there trying to like I, I don't know. They're they're not young studs anymore out there slump busting in uh, in Wrigleyville this year. You yeah. know they're going home at the end of the night, which is they, they kept them from getting COVID which is great. Like we were all very proud of them at the beginning of the year. Apparently it makes, it takes more than not getting COVID to win baseball games.
3: Do you know who is not a young stud? Josh Fagley. Well, he's probably our best player right now, unfortunately.
2: (laughs) Uh, So no, it's, it's not, it's not going well, but um, we we should, we should end this. We should end this live to play another day. I do want to play. Um...
3: Hold on, real quick. Oh, Patreon dot yeah. com forward slash Sunranto. If you would like to chip in to get Josh Fagley a bus ticket to South End, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Sunranto, and we will send Josh Fagley a bus ticket from Chicago to South End. What does that gotta cost? Forty forty five bucks. Uh, forty
2: five thousand million dollars, I think, is what it costs. So. Y- we're going to need a lot of money, so definitely subscribe for at least $100 a month so we can afford this ticket. In the time of COVID, everything's triple price, I hear. I kid, I kid. Dollar a month, and you yeah. can be a part of this all, and I will send you um, the podcast uh, for free every every day, so... Not Uh, only
3: for Patreon subscribers only, Danny has MP3s of me sighing when I'm frustrated. Just like...
2: (sighs) Nah, you could use it as your ringtone. I would like to uh, show this video real quick. That was taken at Sox Park. (laughs) So just so you know, we have a win in us because...
4: Is that a cockroach eating a Fruit Loop? I
2: believe it's their mascot eating a Fruit Loop.
4: Oh, uh, what's their what's their mascot's Southpaw. name? Southpaw. Southpaw. Yeah. So yeah,
2: well this, this this has been an unmitigated disaster so far. I think we should uh, just uh, I don't know, cry in our soup. Everybody got soup.
4: Uh no, no I don't. It's summer. Soup is not a summer. I, I
2: do I do enjoy how Lord and Jose got frozen.
4: Can
2: I know. I just <laughs> <going> Lauren <laughs> looks like he's just looking <laughs> at him longingly.
3: i just uh, we just got a we just got a quote from Rizzo on the offense. We're all in it together. When the ship is sinking, you feel like all you're all just about to drown. That's the beauty of the game. You come back tomorrow and keep battling and keep playing. Rizzo. You better start bailing that boat out because that shit's sinking fast, buddy. That's all yeah. I got to say. All
2: right. Well, uh, what what should I play? Uh, we we need something positive. How about um, you know what this team needs? A little uh, a ballad of John Baker. Maybe that'll maybe that'll bail us out. You know, oh, let's,
4: or let's... or maybe we'll get a sixteen inning game tomorrow. Well, but you know uh, what? We got we got we Detroit wait. coming. I mean, after tomorrow, Detroit, maybe. Detroit, Rock City. Yeah. All right, yeah. Little little ballad John Baker be good. All right. Well, that's how we're going
2: to end it. Happy uh, postgame. Happy Saturday, everybody. Let's keep it positive. We're still in first place. This is the most depressed first place team show, fan show that I've ever seen in my life. We're still so, up he- by
4: three games, which, by the way, uh, that's where we were a week ago when all this nastiness kind of kicked off.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah, and the Brewers lost.
4: But what did the Cardinals do tonight?
3: They won over Cincy. <sighs> yeah,
4: so that, that's and yeah. the Cardinals are actually three games back. Cincy is still like four, four and a half or something.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to play this song, and then we're going to win tomorrow. We're going to pick up the W. I can feel it right now. You, Darvish, no hitter. Spagog. <laughs> Spagog Spag- No, oh.